Hello, and welcome to the Pursuit of Happiness podcast. My name is Katherine Hayden, and I am your host. <laughs> I've always wanted to do that. I have decided to start a podcast. I think that I just have some lessons, some knowledge, little tidbits of information that I've learned through therapy, through life, through all those things that could be really helpful for people. Um, probably people younger than me, but maybe people my age as well, actually. And, you know, honestly, I take that back. I think everyone could probably benefit from some advice <laughs> that I have to share. Um, I've been in therapy for a total of, I think, about eight and a half years throughout my life. Mm, yeah, that sounds about right. Um, you learn a ton of stuff in therapy. It's almost annoying how much you learn because you learn to speak in therapy terms of like I am statements or I feel statements and all those types of things. And it's just stuff that people who aren't in therapy don't have to do or need or learn about at all. So um, I've always been the kind of awkward therapy friend. I've always been the therapist for my friend group. I've always been the mom friend. I've just always been the friend that people go to for advice, which I honestly really love, hence why I'm starting this podcast. Um, I think there's also just this huge taboo and kind of uncomfortability around discussing topics of mental health and maybe just not feeling your best and trying to feel your best. Um, I think that the, the progress of that is always hidden. I think we always see before and afters and we're never seeing how long it took to get there, you know? Um, or we're seeing the highlight reel of people's lives. And it can just be so exhausting to be surrounded by people who you feel like are in the best states of their lives while you feel like you're struggling. Um, and that's kind of what this podcast is, to be able to, to kind of be that solace and that like place of comfort for people who maybe don't have that elsewhere or people who do have that elsewhere and just want more because <laughs> um, I think we could always use that. But anyway, that seems like enough of an introduction. The first episode of this podcast is called Healing is Not Linear. I think I was a little bit close to the mic there. Sorry about that. Um, but hopefully this is good now. But healing isn't linear. Let's talk about it. I think when we envision people healing, whether it be getting over trauma, healing from any any sort of traumatic event or even just just difficulty, just being in a rut, you know, and trying to get out of that or having a stressful day and wanting to get over that and you know any sort of healing whatever that means for you however that directly correlates to you I think there's this huge idea that you know it's just one foot in front of the other and you just keep moving forward and it's slow but it's always it's always upwards it's always linear um and like there's no setbacks and that's just so unrealistic um because there are relapses in healing for sure there's great days and then there's a whole day that'll set you back from this progress you know and the progress that you've made is still progress always I was in therapy for eight years um and then I went off to college or I guess about nine years actually I was in therapy wow I was in therapy for about nine years and then I went off to 
college where I stopped going to therapy, mainly because I couldn't keep seeing the therapist who I had built such a strong relationship over like six or seven years with. And I just thought it would be really difficult to explain all of my drama, all of my baggage, all of my emotional stresses to somebody new. It would take like 12 sessions just to get caught up, you know. I didn't have that type of time or money in the bank to be able to do that. Um, So I took a break from therapy and honestly I was doing really well. I was really proud of myself um, because therapy and medication have kind of gone hand in hand for my mental health journey. And to be able to kind of have a solid friend group who listen and to be able to even also turn inwards and to be able to journal and reflect with myself was super helpful. And I was honestly, I was doing great for three years, no therapy. Um, I was doing well. I had other things that offered me the same release that therapy did, like doing things that are creative, doing things that fueled me, um, having positive conversations with other people. Um, And then this super fun thing happened where my brain revealed to me some trauma that I experienced about five five years ago um it was something I'd completely blocked out (laughs) and my brain said we think you're ready for this here you go and it was so out of the blue um this realization that I'd come to and I knew I had to go back to therapy because it was not something I could deal with on my own and I think one of the first steps of healing is admitting that you need to heal And that's honestly such a difficult part of healing is no one wants to be vulnerable because being vulnerable is scary and it's scary to admit that we need help. But sometimes we do and I did and I still do right now. So I've gone back to therapy. I've been in therapy for I'd say probably about five or six weeks now. Um... And truly, it's just helped so much. If therapy is an option for you and it's something that you're interested in, I highly recommend it. Um, if you are in college, ask your your college, your like health center, if they have any options. My university personally offers 10 free better help or like paid therapy sessions uh, per school year. So that's a huge cost lifted by a ton of people. Um, but I know that that option is not for everyone. And I totally understand that. So again, I really want this podcast to kind of be therapy for people. And obviously it's not individualized and should not be, this is not a medical recommendation. So please don't actually treat this as therapy, but maybe just a place where you can, you can feel comfortable and vulnerable, um, without having that sort of anxiety. However, (laughs) um, Going back to therapy has been rough. Um, At the end of each session, I always feel better than when I started, which is a great sign. If you are on the hunt for a therapist, um, that's a good sign. You should never leave therapy feeling worse than when you entered therapy. Um, That's not the goal. Unless you're on some type of brutally honest, tough love type of shit, but that personally is just not my vibe. But therapy is still hard um because if you've ever been to therapy before or dealt with mental illness issues you know sometimes it's easier to just keep your mouth shut to just not say stuff because 
once you start talking about it, it feels real. It becomes concrete and it's not something you can ignore anymore. And that really was what therapy kind of did for me is I had to stop dancing around what had happened to me and I had to admit that it happened. And I'm not going to go into details about my trauma because I'm not here trying to blast all of that on the internet um, for the respect of myself and the other people, um, other person, I guess, involved in that situation. But it's rough, dude, because once you admit to yourself that you were treated in a way that you didn't like or you maybe acted in a way that you didn't like or however that goes, you can't go back. <laughs> you can't pretend again. And that's obviously like a good thing because that means you're taking this first step to kind of work on healing. It's kind of like, um, you know, the first step to solving your problem is admitting you have a problem. But it takes so much vulnerability and strength to do that. And I think that's such a common misconception about therapy or mental health awareness and advocacy is that it's it's tied into being weak, which isn't the truth at all. There's so much strength in acknowledging that you need help or want help or just want to talk to anyone, you know, or it would just make you feel better. That's hard. Um, and once I did that, I was like, okay, like my healing journey has started. It's only up from here. Yada, yada, yada. No, incorrect. Um, while I am gradually getting better, it's not like every day there's a sliver more of me that feels like I'm my old self again. Which is also, I guess, a good thing because I don't want to be that person anymore. But, you know, you become so attached to who we used to be because that's so comfortable. That's so familiar. And we don't give ourselves any reason to not be that anymore. So we just stay that way. But, you know, upon seeking mental health advocacy and assistance, I was like, cool look at me go checking that one off the to-do list because it's just going to be smooth sailing from here. And it's not. There are weeks that I am angry. It's like grief. It's really, it's like going through the whole grieving process when you're healing. There's so many steps to it because some weeks, I, I measure it in weeks because that's when I go to therapy once a week, but you know, it can, it's daily. It can be monthly. It can be, you know, time is a concept. So however you want to split that up but however your emotions are flowing let them flow you know like it's there's a reason that we as human beings are not just linear people that's not who we're supposed to be things are supposed to ebb and flow um just in the way that things happen in nature there's not a single thing in nature that just continuously you know like there's never any setbacks or there's never any movement like that's just not realistic and it's so unrealistic to hold ourselves to those standards so while some weeks I would be feeling great and feeling like I'm making such huge progress and leaps and bounds there would be next you know the week after that where I'd be like I'm so angry this week I'm so fucking angry and and that was a really difficult thing to realize um and if you've ever experienced trauma 
at the hands of someone else or, you know, because of actions unrelated to your own, that's really difficult as well because you're putting in the work and it feels like they're not (laughs) because they, they don't have to. And that's hard. Um, healing is hard and there's a lot of work involved in it and it's exhausting and draining, but it's worth it. By working on yourself, working on your health, you are gradually, slowly improving and you will get better. And and that's just the truth. It does happen. There is always light at the end of that tunnel, but the tunnel might twist. It might loop. You might go upside down. You might zigzag all around until you get to that light. But you just have to know that it's there. Um, And I know when you're in that moment, it feels like it's not. You feel so stuck. And I saw this, I saw this TikTok actually, that I think summed it up so well. And it's about, you know, I'm paraphrasing, but when you're in the winter, it's so cold. You feel like you'll never be warm again. And when you're in the summer, it's so hot. You feel like you'll never be cool again. And that's how mental health is. You know, you're, you're so sad. You feel like you'll never be happy. And then some days you're so happy. You feel like you could never be sad again. And that's just not true. Things flow. Things are secular. And, you know, the idea that nothing lasts forever, I think is so beautiful because we're constantly changing and evolving and becoming new, different, better more authentic versions of ourself. Um, but it's hard. So if you've been going on this healing journey and you're like, why does it seem like everyone else is, is doing it perfectly fine? You know, no issues whatsoever. Why am I struggling? The truth is we're all struggling and we're just not as vulnerable and open with everyone else about it, which is another reason I wanted to start this podcast. You are not alone in this journey. None of us are. And it can feel so isolating because it's difficult to turn to other people and be raw and vulnerable about our emotions because that's scary. And, you know, we, we act like friends are only there for good times. Like we only have fun together and, you know, whatever relationships that is for you, whether it's friends, family, a significant other, a pet, you know, whatever it is, like, there are not only good times. And if there are people in your life who are only there when you are at your best, they don't deserve that, to be honest. You need people who obviously, while still setting boundaries and not harming their mental health in the process are able to be there for you and understand when you are not at your best um and I've had people who really struggle with that um which is part of the process of having friends and relationships when you are a neurodivergent person um trying to talk to neuronormative people just because as much as people can have sympathy they can't empathize with what you've been through because they just simply will never go through it. Um, And you can't expect people to just understand exactly how you feel and react in that way, 
But at the same time, if this is repeat behavior of people not respecting your mental health journey and your healing, then are those people who you really want on the other side of this? Like when you're doing your best after going through all that hard work, these are the people you want to you wanna celebrate with? I just don't think so, you know? But it's up to you. What do I know? I'm a 20-year-old, 21-year-old girl with a microphone. So you just have to trust your gut with these things. But the main reason I wanted to talk about this is because I feel like there's, with social media and influencers, and even influencers who are more raw and open about their emotions, we're still only seeing the highlight reel. So even when people are posting about, oh, I'm having a bad day. They're only showing us that part of that bad day, right? Like them woken up with skin that looks so fresh and beautiful. And they're like, time to heal by drinking some water and like, you know, taking a bubble bath. And that's just not what healing looks like for everybody. Yeah, there's parts of self-care that are, are beautiful and relaxing. But there are parts of self-care that are tough, that are hard, and it can feel like you're so alone in that process until you realize you so aren't. Everyone else is just not talking about it. (laughs) So I wanted to say, fuck it. Let's talk about it. So if you'd like to come along for this journey of other episodes of me discussing mental health journeys and how that works like for example I have a couple episodes on inner child healing and you know growing away from people and thinking about what other people think and you know loving your body inside and out and you know all these different things that are really hard lessons to learn I want to talk about all of that and I'm still learning and I'm still growing and I want this even truly if no one listens or one person listens or this is for me and for you um and I really hope that this is helpful so a quick little introduction episode I will hope they will only get better from here (laughs) But who knows, because just like my mental health journey, this podcast is probably not going to be linear in its growth. So yeah, I hope you have a great day. I hope you enjoyed listening. If you made it this far and you want to give this a follow or a like, I'm not really sure how that works, but I think that's a thing or a rating or whatever. um, That would be really awesome. Share it with your friends. Share it on TikTok. But yeah. Um, come along for the pursuit of happiness and let's do this together.